the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bill Bunkley here. You've arrived at the Bill Bunkley Show on this Tuesday afternoon, 24 days into September, and my, oh, my, oh, my, has it been quite a day. We have a lot to review today, and if you've been busy, as I expect you have been throughout the day, you probably don't have an idea of all of what has transpired since you possibly left the house this morning or were doing the chores around the house. Boy, where do I begin? We're going to do the market update in just a moment, but just to give you a little bit of a flavor of uh, what we're looking at today, first of all, the President of the United States, Donald Trump, addressed the the uh, General Assembly of the United Nations today. Uh, we're going to uh, revisit uh, many aspects of his remarks today as he was speaking to the world. That's coming up in just a moment. We know that uh, President Trump, around 2 o'clock, made an announcement that the transcript, the call between himself and the President of Ukraine, That's now the latest scandal, quote-unquote, as brought to you courtesy of the Democrat Party. Uh, The president is going to be releasing the transcript of that call tomorrow. Now, remember that there is a whistleblower who started all this. The whistleblower themselves did not hear the president make the comments on the phone call. The whistleblower got it from somebody else and decided to blow the whistle. Deep state operatives, I'm just throwing out a couple of words. I have no idea, but it certainly is getting more and more interesting. And at 5 o'clock, we hope to bring it to to you as soon as we can. Uh, Alive, I mean, except where we got a top-of-the-hour station break, et cetera, et cetera. But at 5 o'clock. The Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, is going to be announcing her blessing on going ahead with not impeachment, but the impeachment inquiry, which is going to, um, it's the big step. Make no mistake about it, this is a monumental day, a monumental set of days here, depending on what happens the next day or two in this yet another showdown between the President of the United States and the Democrat Party, basically the far left of the Democrat Party, who seems will stop at nothing at making sure that this president, A, does not become president for another four years, and if they could possibly take him out with some sort of inappropriate activity, They're going to throw whatever mud is necessary. Of course, that's not a surprise to you because that's what they have been doing. But uh, we're going to be bringing you that uh, speech as well 
uh, when she makes that uh, a little bit later this afternoon. Um, then we're going to be talking about the uh, Florida big bucks, big money bucks. We'll take the uh, update uh, for today's headlines uh, back to the state of Florida because pretty soon you're going to be getting a petition in the mail. That's right. It's not enough that you're getting hit up at the library, you're getting hit up at the county center, you're getting hit up when you go get a driver's license. Well, because there's big bucks involved, well, they're trying to get the signatures, which I'm sure they will, to put it on the ballot. And they've got the money to send you a pot petition in the mail. So check your mailboxes. That's coming up. And uh, we'll get to this in the second hour. Tomorrow is the annual opportunity for your son, your daughter, your grandson, your granddaughter, niece, nephew, whatever. It is time to go to the poll. And I'm not talking about the election poll. I'm talking about the flag poll because tomorrow is the See You at the Poll annual prayer event. And we hope that um, all of those uh, youngsters uh, who are followers of Christ, supported by their family, hope that they will go to uh, school a little bit earlier or do a little networking uh, tonight to find out what time that event's going to happen at their school. But tomorrow is the See You at the Poll event. Well, for those of you turning in, tuning in this afternoon on 1380, wanting to know exactly what is happening uh, in the markets, well, the, five, the S&P 500 dropped today the most in a month, and that's because now we have the impeachment quotient that's in the mix. Not only do we have the, uh, the, 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 the falling or the failing China deal, now uh, impeachment is becoming a top concern. And uh, the market is also reacting to Trump authorizing the release of that transcript. Uh, that, uh, by the way, uh, there you probably heard this morning on the Hugh Hewitt program, if you're listening on The Answer or on, um, um, well, mine went blank for a minute. I'll get back to it in a minute. Um, you probably heard uh, from several years ago Joe Biden talking about the fact that he was bragging that he was meeting with the Ukrainian leader. The controversy is over a company that his son, Biden Jr., was a part of that Ukraine was going to investigate. And uh, the allegations that they're trying to pin on the president, they're on audio with uh, Joe Biden. Well, that's got the markets, not that, but the whole idea of this, uh, uh, the nastiness of the impeachment hearings going back and forth, all of that has the market concerns. So... Let's go first to the S&P 500. It was down 25.18 points, a loss of 0.84%, down the 2966.60, again now dropping below that 3,000 mark. The NASDAQ uh, also dropped 118.8 points. Uh, It was off 1.46%, closing under that 8,000 mark at 7993.63. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average was off 142.2, uh, down 0.53% to close at 2680.77. All the markets down today, and uh, this has uh, been one of those uh, days that we are very much, uh, very concerned about uh, what's going to be happening. Well, 
let's see. Where do we want to start? We're going to hold off on uh, Nancy Pelosi. That discussion's going to be uh, trailing in more to uh, the second hour. But uh, we're going to have a chance to um, hear from the president this afternoon. And the president uh, was speaking at the uh, U.N. General Assembly this morning. And uh, as he was speaking and sharing those comments um, uh, this morning, uh, just want to talk a little bit about uh, what the president had to say and um, what he was contributing uh, in terms of the um, of uh, the, the message to the world. Now, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And so let's go ahead and uh, have an opportunity to listen in to the president. Let's go to cut number one. Like my beloved country, each nation represented in this hall has a cherished history, culture, and heritage that is worth defending and celebrating and which gives us our singular potential and strength. The free world must embrace its national foundations. It must not attempt to erase them or replace them. Looking around and all over this large, magnificent planet, the truth is plain to see. If you want freedom, take pride in your country. If you want democracy, Hold on to your sovereignty. And if you want peace, love your nation. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. It is why we in the United States have embarked on an exciting program of national renewal. In everything we do, we are focused on empowering the dreams and aspirations of our citizens. That is the president today, and um, we've got another cut we're going to wait to get to after the break. It's a little bit long to get in between now and the break. But uh, look at the theme that the president uh, opened his speech with today in New York. It's the same theme that sort of resonates right here in this country. And there is a war for the heart and soul of America. And make no mistake about it, there's also a war, if you will, for the heart and soul of the planet. And as we are witnesses to what despots will do, we are witnesses to what uh, unbridled power will do. As we are witnesses to, well, and we'll get to this uh, a little bit later, but the religious persecution around the globe. Keep in mind that there is many people who support a one-world government. They are called the globalists. 
They are the ones that do not want to recognize the United States of America nor any country as a sovereign nation. Many have thought about global domination down through the years. Ancient history and not so ancient history. And if you think that uh, Adolf Hitler is the only one that had an idea of world domination, he's not in a singular category. And in fact, that, that wish, that dream continues to be something that a, a fairly sizable, significant group of global elitists would like to see happen. And remember, the globalists, they're not worried about world conditions because when you live in a socialism-oriented government, when you live as a communist, you and your cronies live very well. It's the, it's the peasants, it's the paupers, it's the regular people who have to suffer. And we have seen that very well in the Soviet Union. We see it today in China as much as China does uh, a good job of spinning uh, their public relations. Nonetheless, the people are still oppressed. And lo and behold, all we have to do is look at Venezuela and look at the issues that are happening in Venezuela. So the president talked about the future belongs to patriots. And I wonder today, we have our Tea Party folks, we have our veterans, we have our patriots. I wonder how many of you that are listening today would be counted if I ask if you are a patriot. If you're a patriot, United States of America, are you a patriot supporting our sovereignty? Because, you know, there's many in America today that sovereignty and patriotism is about as meaningless as the flag is to them. When we come back, we'll go back to the United Nations and the president is going to talk about China and their and their intellectual property theft. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship, and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, 
Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on this uh, very, very monumental day. A lot happening in the in the quick history of the United States. Uh, and um, it's a, he said that the whistleblower said and the president's at the United Nations and Nancy Pelosi is going to be speaking about an impeachment inquiry. What a day it's been. But I want to remind you that coming up uh, just past the bottom of the hour, we're going to have a chance to talk with uh, one of the folks that we're real proud of, and uh, it, that is Judge Daryl Manning. He is a county court judge right here in Hillsborough County, currently assigned to the Civil Division. And he's going to be talking today about the Veterans Outreach Court for Hillsborough County Veterans. Got a question for you. Are you a Hillsborough County veteran looking to quickly address minor legal concerns with the circuit of the 13th of the court of the 13th judicial circuit are you interested in resolving fines or legal fees and you're a veteran well you don't want to miss this uh, special special interview coming up at the bottom of the program well as i said we've got a lot to cover today and uh didn't anticipate the uh, the the huge news day this was going to be uh when we were honored to have the judge with us in a few moments so let's go ahead and move forward about President Trump and his very in important words to the globe from the United Nations. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 if you have a question or comment. Now, President Trump, he's going to talk about China, intellectual property threat. And the, uh, the most president... important difference in America's new approach on trade concerns our relationship with China. In 2001, China was admitted to the World Trade Organization. Our leaders then argued that this decision would compel China to liberalize its economy and strengthen protections to provide things that were unacceptable to us and for private property and for the rule of law. Two decades later, this theory has been tested and proven completely wrong. Not only has China declined to adopt promise reforms, it has embraced an economic model dependent on massive market barriers, heavy state subsidies, currency manipulation, product dumping, forced technology transfers, and the theft of intellectual property, and also trade secrets on a grand scale. As just one example, I recently met the CEO of a terrific American company, Micron Technology, at the White House. Micron produces memory chips used in countless electronics. To advance the Chinese government's five-year economic plan, 
A company owned by the Chinese state allegedly stole Micron's designs, valued at up to $8.7 billion. Soon the Chinese company obtains patents for nearly an identical product, and Micron was banned from selling its own goods in China. But we are seeking justice. The United States lost 60,000 factories after China entered the WTO. This is happening to other countries all over the globe. The World Trade Organization needs drastic change. The second largest economy in the world should not be permitted to declare itself a developing country in order to game the system at others' expense. For years, these abuses were tolerated, ignored, or even encouraged. Globalism exerted a religious pull over past leaders, causing them to ignore their own national interests. But as far as America is concerned, those days are over. To confront these unfair practices, I placed massive tariffs on more than $500 billion worth of Chinese-made goods. Already, as a result of these tariffs, supply chains are relocating back to America and to other nations, and billions of dollars are being paid to our Treasury. The American people are absolutely committed to restoring balance to our relationship with China. Hopefully, we can reach an agreement that will be beneficial for both countries. But as I have made very clear, I will not accept a bad deal for the American people. Well, the president was talking about China, and that gave you a very quick and a very good overview as to why the trade war uh, has been engaged and why it's important for the president not to allow the Chinese to continue with their practices. I want to get in one more quick cut, and that is the president talked about China and talked about China's disrespect for Hong Kong. It's a quick cut. Let's get to that before we get to the break. Cut number three. Fifty-nine seconds. As we endeavor to stabilize our relationship, we're also carefully monitoring the situation in Hong Kong. The world fully expects that the Chinese government will honor its binding treaty made with the British and registered with the United Nations in which China commits to protect Hong Kong's freedom, legal system, and democratic ways of life. How China chooses to handle the situation will say a great deal about its role in the world in the future. We are all counting on President Xi as a great leader. The United States does not seek conflict with any other nation. We desire peace, cooperation, and mutual gain with all. But I will never fail to defend America's interests. 
And again, another important policy statement by the President of the United States. He's walking a fine line because of his negotiations with China over the trade and the fact that Hong Kong, uh, of course, has been uh, in the middle of a crisis because of legislation, because of the fact that uh, if China could just take it back without a lot of retribution and do away with the capitalist uh, capital that it is, uh, that is what is on the table there in Hong Kong. And I would say a couple of things. Yes, it is time to rein in China for sure, and it's also time to just say to China, leave Hong Kong alone. Now, I know the British have turned it back over to China, and I know that China is uh, the sovereign uh, entity in control. But I don't think you're ever going to reel in the folks in Hong Kong. They have tasted freedom. They have tasted uh, the ability to, to, to have business and to, and to return to a totalitarianism environment. That's not going to work. Going to take a time out from uh, the president's uh, comments. We're going to be talking about uh, the Iranian leadership a little bit later on the program. Next up, Hillsborough County Judge Daryl Manning talking about the Veterans Outreach Court right here in Hillsborough. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump announcing the release on Wednesday of the complete, fully declassified and unredacted transcript of his phone conversation with President Zelensky of Ukraine involving Joe Biden. Meanwhile, several news outlets reporting that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will likely announce the start of a formal impeachment inquiry process against the president shortly. In a decision that badly undermines Boris Johnson's authority, the Britain Supreme Court has ruled unanimously that he broke the law by suspending Parliament ahead of the departure from Britain from the European Union. Consumer confidence falling sharply in September. The conference board says its index fell to 125.1 in September from a revised August reading of 134.2. And that uh, report caused Wall Street to drop. The Dow finished off 142 points. This is SRN News. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Two billion people on Earth have no access to safely managed drinking water. Each day, 263 million people must travel more than 30 minutes daily to collect their water. Something must be done. Something can be done. And Gospel for Asia is providing a solution that you can be part of today. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. Or click in at letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. 
My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-691-9999. That's 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. <laughs> Hey, we're back with Central Florida. Bill Bunkley back on this uh, very busy news day on this Tuesday afternoon. And uh, if you are a veteran or if you are a friend of a veteran, particularly living right here in Hillsborough County, and in fact something that I uh, didn't know but I recently came to find out that uh, there are 98,000 veterans, 98 98,000 veterans right here in Hillsborough County. Hillsborough County has the largest veteran population in the state of Florida. And I want to tell you that uh, as much as we take care of veterans here, my next guest is uh, part of uh, some judges who are making sure that those who served our country and are just having some of those adjustment problems or some minor issues, helping them to get through the court system. Today I'm honored to have with me uh, the Honorable Judge Daryl Manning, and he is a county court judge right here in Hillsborough County, currently assigned to county the county civil division. Uh, he was a practicing attorney in Tampa with the office of the Florida Attorney General for 16 years prior to his appointment by the governor, that being Governor Scott, in 2015. Why is he uniquely qualified? Well, he's got his pedigree with his degrees, but he was a JAG officer, and for those of you uh, not familiar, that's a judge advocate officer in the United States Army. He served several tours in support of the global war on terrorism in Iraq, Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia, and Kuwait. Just about uh, went for the cycle, if you know a little bit about baseball, before retiring as a lieutenant colonel in 2015. On the local level, he's a member of the Florida Board of Bar Examiners and served as chair from 2013 to 2015. And he's on the Grievance Committee here in Hillsborough County. And he's got a heart for kids, too. He's certified guardian at Lightham. Uh, Judge Manning, good to have you with us this afternoon. 
Well, Bill, good afternoon. Uh, good to speak with you. And then for all our uh, enlisted and non-commissioned uh, officers out there, I want to let them know I enlisted initially, and so I used to work for a living like they did. Well, I want to thank you for your service to the nation. That's something that uh, is a staple here on, on my show. And, of course, all those that are listening, we thank them for uh, being a part of this as well. So tell us a little bit how this program came about, uh, especially to come to a point where others recognize that sometimes there's some minor things that have to do with the court and sometimes veterans just can't put it together, and uh, you're giving them a little bit of a helping hand, correct? You are absolutely correct. Well, Bill, you hit the nail on the head. We have 98,000 veterans right here in Hillsborough County. And so a couple of years ago, I met with the chief judge, and uh, we had a brainstorming session and tried to figure out uh, one of the ways that we could assist uh, the veterans. And we have a number of programs here at the courthouse that do assist them. But we realized that they have all these outstanding uh, legal fees and court costs and fines that uh, we wanted to see if we could assist them with. And this is a collaborative effort. Got together with the state attorney's office, the public defender's office, the clerk of the courts, as well as the Veterans Administration. And so we all combined forces and decided to put this Veterans Outreach Court together where the veterans can come on in, all they have to do is register, and then we'll take a look at what outstanding legal issues they have. Now, we are not talking about major felony matters, any kind of uh, violent crimes, any kind of child support, nothing along those lines. But Veterans that have some minor issues that are really holding them back. And we are have an opportunity at, at this court session to go ahead and address those issues. Now, I want to tell our audience it's important if you are a veteran that maybe has an issue or you know of someone within your circle of friends and influence, please get a pencil, pen, and a piece of paper because we've got uh, some dates, we've got some deadlines, and we also have a uh, Uh, some websites, uh, addresses we want to give you because we want to get you prepared and there is some pre-preparation that has to take place. We'll get to that in just a moment. And again, if you're just joining us, uh, uh, you're listening to the voice of Judge Daryl Manning and he is joined by uh, Judge Kimberly Vance and Judge Mike Williams. All three uh, preside over the Veterans Outreach uh, Court. And of course, uh, the Chief Judge is Ron Ficarota and uh, all of you probably are somewhat familiar with these names because I know that in our audience you, you pay attention to the races, you pay attention to the judges, and we're honored to have uh, uh, Judge Manning with us here today. Now, what I understand is this is coming up soon. We'll give you the date. The event's going to be Friday, November the 8th, 2019, from 9 to 2 p.m., conveniently at the James A. Haley Hospital Primary Care VA Annex. We'll tell you where that's at in a moment. But, but Judge, I'm looking at if there's a veteran right now who has a misdemeanor warrant, if there are some unpaid fines, there's some legal fees from some sort of action still lingering out there or some court costs, or something as uh, as simple as violation uh, of a, of a city or county ordinance. Those are the type of things that you want to encourage people to come and get some help. Correct. You're exactly right. We know there are many veterans that still have these matters that are lingering uh, over them. It, it may have been some type of probation uh, issue. It could have been a trespass 
or a loitering uh, type uh, charge, something minor, where they went ahead and pled guilty. Maybe they had time served. Maybe they had some kind of deferred prosecution uh, taking place with that, but they still had these outstanding costs, cost or legal fines. And for whatever reason, as you started in the intro, they're trying to make that adjustment, and they haven't been able to fully integrate themselves, not only with their family, but in the community, on the employment side. And so we're doing whatever we can here with these costs that we can control to help either reduce them greatly or possibly eliminate them. And some of these individuals have come come back, and they have been in combat situations. They've been in uh, some of these uh, uh, either in the mountains or, you know, uh, urban warfare. And uh, we know now that the greatest generation came back, and they had some issues. But uh, in that generation, just nobody talked about it, and they just held it in. Well, uh, that's not necessarily the best way to go. And so a lot of times... If you start dealing with these minor frustrations and then have uh, kind of look past the offense, but look at the offender, get to know the offender a little bit, what's the background of the, the offender, that has a, a lot to do with uh, how you as a judge can determine what is the best way to uh, rectify a situation and what is the best thing to do for an individual to encourage them to, uh, to move forward. Talk about that. Oh, Bill, you're absolutely right. I serve with these individuals. I know them. I've I've been in uh, the mountains with them in Afghanistan. I've been in the uh, the sandcastle in, in Iraq uh, with them, so I understand what they're going through. And fortunately, I had a great support network when I returned back from my several deployments. I have seen, unfortunately, many veterans that do not have that support system. So they get back, their home is gone, their family is not intact any longer, their employment situation has dried up. And so they're trying to make the best that they can, they're trying to do the best that they can, and they run into these minor mis- cues or these hiccups that we've been talking about. And so when they have these financial obligations uh, sitting on over their head and around their neck like an albatross, they're unable to kind of move forward. Uh, some don't even have a driver's license. and But we know there are still people are driving without driver's licenses. So we don't want that to happen. We want them to be legal. We want them to be able to take care of these matters so they can get legal, get their driver's licenses reinstated or, or obtain them. They can go ahead and have opportunities for, for housing because you need to have a, a clear record. And then we also want them to be able to uh, pursue employment opportunities. So that's why we think this uh, this uh, court, veteran outreach court, is, is important, essential, and we want veterans to participate. All right. I'm going to go very slow, audience, because uh, this is time to get some information down. First of all, if you have... As a veteran, by the way, this is for veterans, if you have an active misdemeanor warrant, if you have a fine, legal fees, court cost, or some sort of ordinance violation, and you want to get some help, the deadline to register, the first important date, which is around the corner, you have to register by Sunday, October the 6th of 2019. Again, you must register by Sunday, October the 6th, Here's the website to register. It's at the Hillsborough County Clerk of the Court. It's hillsclerk.com. That's H-I-L-L-S-C-L-E-R-K.com. Hills for Hillsborough, clerk for clerk, hillsclerk.com. Please put by that date 
must register by October the 6th. That's a Sunday. Now, uh, if you have any questions about whether you qualify or, or in general, uh, you can call the Public Defender's Office in Hillsborough County. Now, here's that number. Any questions that you have, call 813-277-1303. And again, remember that you, uh, when the receptionist answers, say, I have some questions about the veterans, the upcoming Veterans Outreach Court, court for Hillsborough County Veterans. Again, that number is 813 813- Two seven seven one three zero three. That's eight one three two seven seven one three zero three. And by the way, uh, just so you'll know, if you want to check on your case once you have registered before October the sixth, you can do that at hover h o v e r dot hillsclerk dot com. That's hover h o v e r dot h i l l s c l e r k dot com. And last but not least, um, the date that the event's going to happen is marked down Friday, November the 8th. It's about a month from the, the registration deadline. Friday, November the 8th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Now, this is very important because this is at the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital Primary Care VA Annex. Just don't go to the main Haley Hospital, the information desk. That is located at 13515 Lake Terrace Lane. That's 13515 Lake Terrace Lane in Tampa. And uh, Judge Manning got a question. If, if a veteran is having some problems registering at Hills Clerk, can he get help like that uh, at the public defender's office, or, or where can he get some help just to register? He Most she, definitely. I should say. Most definitely. They are standing by. They realize that some people may uh, lack access to uh, computers or uh, other mechanisms to go ahead and register online. So they can contact the public defender's office, and they are standing by. They're fully aware of the program. They're behind uh, the outreach court, and they can assist the veterans. And just today, we made one adjustment, and that adjustment is to extend the registration deadline to October 20th. We don't want folks to wait. We want them to go ahead and register now, but we do know that there's usually a demand at the end. So we've extended that deadline to October 6th, but the outreach court is going to be held, just as you mentioned, November 8th. We do that in honor of Veterans Day. 98,000 veterans here in Hillsboro. Uh, Bill, we're here to serve. All right. Well, we're out of time. Here's the most important thing to give you in just a couple of seconds. Write this number down. Any information you need about the Veterans Outreach Court for Hillsborough County uh, coming up November the 8th, registering in October, call 813-277-1303, 813-277-1303. And, again, that's 813-277-1303. That's the number for the Public Defender's Office. Tell them what you're calling. Tell them you're a veteran or a friend of a veteran that you're helping to get signed up. And whatever you didn't get today, they'll be able to get you going. Judge Manning, we got about 15 seconds before a hard break. Thank you so much for your service to Hillsborough County. Thank you so much for your service to the nation. Honored to have you with us today. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for all you do for our veterans. Hurrah. God bless you. God bless you. Hurrah. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back. A preacher gave his congregation the assignment of reading 
Joshua chapter 25 prior to the next week's sermon. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. So that week passed, and that following Sunday he stood in front of them, and and he said, All right, how many of you read Joshua 25 this past week? And about half the church raised their hand. He said, Today I want to speak on honesty. Joshua only has 24 chapters. (laughs) I'm thinking that pastor had their attention. Don't you agree? Sometimes the best way for God to get our attention is just to hold up a mirror in front of us. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. It's time to unpack all God has given you and discover a stumble-proof faith. Join David Jeremiah in Orlando on October 1st for the Everything You Need Tour, an evening of enriching study, practical teaching, powerful worship, and uplifting fellowship. Request your free tickets today and join David Jeremiah October 1st in Orlando at the Amway Center. Go to davidjeremiah.org tour or call 1-800-947-1993. 1-800-947-1993. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. USA Today trumpeted the good news about abortion with a big front-page headline proclaiming abortion rate at its lowest since Roe. New figures from the Alan Guttmacher Institute show that the number of abortions continue to trend sharply downward, representing just half the number tabulated in 1990, despite population growth of some 80 million. Yes, this reflects more women using birth control effectively, but it also reveals the influence of the pro-life movement in its efforts to discourage abortion and to save as many babies as possible. Whatever your political or religious affiliation, nearly everybody acknowledges that a sharp decline in abortions is great news. So why do Democrats persist in pushing policies to encourage more abortions, including taxpayer funding? That question exposes the lack of logic in what has become the increasingly strident pro-abortion position of the American left. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base faster than you can keep up. It's as if they have a back room of digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. And it's not a pretty sight. What if you could beat them with your own minions? You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? We've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at letstalkfaith.com.
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with a lot to pack in in a couple of hours. And so um, thank you to Judge Manning to uh, be with us uh, for a uh, a preset uh, appointment uh, to uh, share about the uh, Veterans Court. Now let's get back to the news of the day. And uh, we're still awaiting Nancy Pelosi to come to the microphone. I'm seeing a feed on that. Um, we hope that, uh, well, maybe she's late by five minutes by the time we get back with you at the top of the hour. Well, the next topic that I want you to hear from our president uh, from this morning at the U.N. General Assembly was uh, an opportunity to talk about Iran. And uh, you better listen closely because he said Iran is like a malignant tumor that has to be eradicated. Strong words from the president. Let's listen in. One of the greatest security threats facing peace-loving nations today is the repressive regime in Iran. The regime's record of death and destruction is well known to us all. Not only is Iran the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism, but Iran's leaders are fueling the tragic wars in both Syria and Yemen. At the same time, the regime is squandering the nation's wealth and future in a fanatical quest for nuclear weapons and the means to deliver them. We must never allow this to happen, to stop Iran's path to nuclear weapons and missiles. I withdrew the United States from the terrible Iran nuclear deal, which has very little time remaining, did not allow inspection of important sites, and did not cover ballistic missiles. Following our withdrawal, we have implemented severe economic sanctions on the country. Hoping to free itself from sanctions, the regime has escalated its violent and unprovoked aggression. In response to Iran's recent attack on Saudi Arabian oil facilities, we just imposed the highest level of sanctions on Iran's central bank and sovereign wealth fund. All nations have a duty to act. No responsible government should subsidize Iran's bloodlust. As long as Iran's menacing behavior continues, sanctions will not be lifted. They will be tightened. Iran's leaders will have turned a proud nation into just another cautionary tale of what happens when a ruling class abandons its people and embarks on a crusade for personal power and riches. For 40 years, the world has listened to Iran's rulers as they lash out at everyone else for the problems they alone have created. They conduct ritual chants of death to America and traffic in monstrous anti-Semitism. Last year, the country's supreme leader stated Israel is a malignant cancerous tumor that has to be removed and eradicated. It is possible, and it will happen. America will never tolerate such anti-Semitic hate. Fanatics have long used hatred of Israel 
to distract from their own failures. Thankfully, there is a growing recognition in the wider Middle East that the countries of the region share common interests in battling extremism and unleashing economic opportunity. That is why it is so important to have full, normalized relations between Israel and its neighbors. Only a relationship built on common interests, mutual respect, and religious tolerance can forge a better future. Iran citizens deserve a government that cares about reducing poverty, ending corruption, and increasing jobs, not stealing their money to fund and massacre abroad and at home. After four decades of failure, it is time for Iran's leaders to step forward and to stop threatening other countries and focus on building up their own country. It is time for Iran's leaders to finally put the Iranian people first. America is ready to embrace friendship with all who genuinely seek peace and respect. Many of America's closest friends today were once our greatest foes. The United States has never believed in permanent enemies. We want partners, not adversaries. America knows that while anyone can make war, only the most courageous can choose peace. Well, that is very, very telling of uh, exactly what the president's position is as it pertains to Iran. And uh, the gauntlet once again has been, uh, well, thrown down by the president as far as uh, where we go forward. Interesting week because the president's meeting with a lot of other uh, of the heads of state there in New York. And, of course, uh, Iran will be uh, responding to his comments as well. Well, we'll be carrying the Nancy Pelosi speech coming up uh, in the second hour of my show. For those of you on 1380, the Consumer Quarterback shows up next. For those of you on our answer stations, Jay Sekulow's up next. If you'd like to tune into the second half of the Bill Bunkley Show, go right now to AM 570, AM 910, uh, in uh, 102.1 in Lakeland, 1.3 in Hudson. I'm Bill Bunkley. My name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And we're the owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
In a historic move, Speaker Nancy Pelosi is poised to announce a formal impeachment inquiry of President Trump. Correspondent Wally Hines is at the U.S. Capitol. While talk of possible impeachment has bubbled under the surface for weeks, it absolutely exploded this morning following allegations that President Trump held up aid to Ukraine while pressuring the Ukrainian president to investigate Joe Biden. That was enough for a number of moderate Democrats who'd been resisting calls for impeachment to pressure Pelosi to move ahead. The next step will be for the House to decide whether to recommend articles of impeachment to the Senate. That takes a simple majority vote. If so, the Senate then conducts a trial and would be responsible for convicting. That has never happened in U.S. history. President Trump announced that he would release an unredacted transcript of the conversation between himself and the Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Mr. Trump also reacted to the impeachment talk by saying, quote, How can you do this and you haven't even seen the phone call? Britain's highest court has dealt Prime Minister Boris Johnson a major blow by ruling he illegally suspended Parliament for five weeks before the crucial countdown to Brexit. It's hard to imagine a more difficult ruling for the Prime Minister because in many ways they questioned his judgment, they questioned the competence and trustworthiness of his government. And of course they've made life very difficult because essentially they've put it out there that he gave unlawful advice to the Queen and it's hard to imagine anything much more serious than that. But of course, most of all, this now means politicians are returning to Westminster and will be able to ask all those awkward questions uh, which the Prime Minister and his team had been anxious to avoid, according to the court. That's the BBC's Rob Watson reporting. All the impeachment talks sent Wall Street spinning downward. The Dow dropped 142 points, the Nasdaq lower by 118. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and we just launched a new PragerTopia membership called PragerTopia Unlimited. Members can listen to any and all audio programs that are in the Dennis Prager store. That's over 400 programs to choose from, show segments, talks, lectures, courses, even full access to all five books of my Torah teaching. For a limited time, an annual PragerTopia Unlimited membership is only $119. Join PragerTopia Unlimited today. Go to PragerTopia.com. Britain's biggest repatriation effort since World War II is ramping up as thousands of Thomas Cook travel customers are stranded. More than 14,000 customers are back in the U.K. Another 135,000 are due back over the next two weeks. Thomas Cook is out of business. Katie Cowdery is in Cancun, not at the beach, at the airport. The scene is... Chaos. She found out about Cook's demise through the news. No one knows what's going on. We weren't told... Um, I've done everything. Tensions are high. Well, I haven't got enough milk to feed my babies. Airport employees are offering little help. We don't, we don't know, know yet. And that's what the information that we're waiting for. Britain's business secretary is calling for a fast track of its investigation of the collapse of Thomas Cook. I'm Ed Donahue. Federal officials are recommending stronger nationwide requirements for natural gas systems following last September's natural gas explosions in Massachusetts. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. 
Consumer confidence fell sharply last month. The September tumble is most likely an indication that growing economic uncertainties are taking a toll on American households. The conference board, which is a business research group, says its consumer confidence index fell about nine points from August. In addition, consumers' feelings about both current economic conditions and expectations for the next six months also slipped. Although this month's pullback in confidence was greater than economists expected, it still remains at a healthy level. Shelley Antler, Washington. A conservation group primed to create the largest nature reserve in the lower 48 U.S. states is scaling back its request to expand bison grazing on public lands in Montana. The move by the American Prairie Reserve follows opposition from ranchers who worry about being pushed out of the area. The Bozeman-based group is reducing the scope of its request from more than 450 square miles to about 94 square miles. More on these stories at townhall.com. WTBN, Pinellas Park. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Bill Bunkley here. Welcome back on this very extremely busy Tuesday afternoon. If you're uh, joining us for the first time, just getting off work, hey, thank you so much for thinking of us and thank you for being with us this afternoon. Well, we've had an extremely busy first hour on the Bill Bunkley Show because it's an extremely busy day in America. First off, we have right now the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, talking about that they are going to move forward with what's called an impeachment inquiry. Not the impeachment per se, but the impeachment inquiry. And that means that she has finally caved to the far-left Democrats who have been yelling for impeachment. And now the catalyst for this latest uh, move by the Speaker and the Democrat Party in the U.S. House, uh, particularly of a minor sense in the Senate, is this whistleblower who heard from somebody else, didn't hear the call him or herself, heard it from somebody else that the president had an inappropriate conversation with the leader of Ukraine over Joe Biden's son. And uh, a lot of uh, alleged shenanigans between the vice president and his conversations with the Ukrainian president some time back. And so um, we're going to have a chance to hear from uh, Nancy Pelosi in just a moment. She actually has uh, been speaking, and uh, she went right at 5 o'clock as we were in our commercial break. And so uh, let me tell you what we're going to do in just a moment. We're going to switch gears for those of you who were with us in the first hour. We're going to be hearing some more from the president uh, as he addressed the General Assembly of the United Nations. And why that's important is 
You're hearing from the president in his own words of his own uh, plans and uh, his accomplishments in several areas of um, world concerns. And I think it's important for us to hear from the president directly because that way we're not getting filtered by the spin doctors and others. So we've got some more topics to cover. In fact, uh, when we get back to the president uh, and his uh, speech today, we'll be talking about uh, the border and open border, closed border, and uh, what the president had to say about that. Now, in a moment, uh, before we go back and uh, let you hear from the Speaker of the House, let me tell you that at 2 o'clock or so this afternoon, President Trump announced that this this so-called um, whistleblower tell-all telephone call between President Trump and the President of the Ukraine, the transcript of that call is going to be released tomorrow. So we're going to see the transcript of the call. I know that Chuck Schumer, who is the Senate uh, minority leader has already said this afternoon that just releasing the transcript isn't enough. They want to see the full written allegations by the whistleblower. And remember, here we go again, the whistleblower did not monitor the conversation themselves in the area of the intelligence folks. He heard from somebody else what the president said on the call. Now, it may turn out that it is absolutely accurate. We don't know. But I'm just sort of in that posture again. Here we go. It's, It's hearsay at this moment. And somebody else told somebody else, and now they're blowing the whistle. We'll get uh, we'll get back to President Trump, but now let's go ahead and uh, these were comments from the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives Nancy Pelosi. They were they were uh, um, it was a message she delivered just moments ago about the formal inquiry uh, of impeachment uh, led by U.S. House Democrats is going to move forward. Let's listen in to her comments in their entirety. Last Tuesday, we observed the anniversary of the adoption of the Constitution on September 17th. Sadly, on that day, the intelligence community inspector general formally notified the Congress that the administration was forbidding him from turning over a whistleblower complaint on Constitution Day. This is a violation of law. Shortly thereafter, press reports began to break of a phone call by the President of the United States calling upon a foreign power to intervene in his election. This is a breach of his constitutional responsibilities. The facts are these. The Intelligence Community Inspector General, who was appointed by President Trump, determined that the complaint is both of urgent concern and credible. And its disclosure, he went on to say, relates to one of the most significant and important of the Director of National Intelligence's responsibility to the American people. On Thursday, the Inspector General testified before the House Intelligence Committee, stating that the acting Director of National Intelligence blocked him from disclosing the whistleblower complaint. This is a violation of law. The law is unequivocal. The DNI staff, uh, it it says the DNI, DNI, Director of National Intelligence, shall 
provide Congress the full whistleblower complaint. For more than 25 years, I've served on the Intelligence Committee as a member, as the ranking member, as part of a gang of four, even before I was in the leadership. I was there when, uh, when we created the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. That did not exist before 2004. I was there even earlier in the 90s when we wrote the whistleblower laws and continued to write them to improve them to ensure the security of our intelligence and the safety of our whistleblowers. I know what their purpose was, and we proceeded with balance and caution as we wrote the laws. I can say with authority the Trump administration's actions undermine both our national security and our intelligence and our protections of the whistleblowers, more than both. This Thursday, the acting DNI will appear before the House Intelligence Committee. At that time, he must turn over the whistleblower's full complaint to the committee. He will have to choose whether to break the law or honor his responsibility to the Constitution. On the final day, of the Constitutional Convention in 1787, when our Constitution was adopted, Americans gathered on the steps of Independence Hall to wait the news of the government our founders had crafted. They asked Benjamin Franklin, what do we have, a republic or a monarchy? Franklin replied, a republic if you can keep it. Our responsibility is to keep it. Our public endures because of the wisdom of our Constitution, enshrined in three co-equal branches of government, serving as checks and balances on each other. The actions taken to date by the President have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when the President says, Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. For the past several months, we have been investigating in our committees and litigating in the courts so the House can gather all the relevant facts and consider whether to exercise its full Article I powers, including a constitutional power of the utmost gravity, approval of articles of impeachment. And this week, the President has admitted to asking the President of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The, action of the, the actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today, I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. I'm directing our six committees to proceed with their investigations under that umbrella of impeachment inquiry. The president must be held accountable. No one is above the law. Getting back to our founders, in the darkest days of the American Revolution, Thomas Paine wrote, the times have found us. The times found them to fight for and establish our democracy. The times have found us today, not to place ourselves in the same category of greatness as our founders, but to place us in the urgency of protecting and defending our Constitution from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And the words of Ben Franklin, to keep our republic. I thank our chairman, Chairman, chairman Nadler, Chairman Schiff, of, Chairman Nadler of Judiciary, Chairman Schiff of Intelligence, Chairman Engel of Foreign Affairs, Chairman Cummings uh, of, of uh, Oversight, and Chairman Cummings I've been in touch with constantly. He's a master of, of so much, but including uh, inspectors general 
and, and uh, whistleblowers. Uh, Congresswoman Richie Neal of the, of the uh, Ways and Means Committee, Congresswoman Maxine Waters of the Foreign uh, Financial Services Committee. Uh, and I commend all of our, our members, our colleagues, for their thoughtful, thoughtful approach to all of this, for their careful statements. God bless them, and God bless America. Thank you all. Well, that was Nancy Pelosi. Very interesting. One thing I can tell you, my snapshot judgment, gridlock. If you thought that we had gridlock before, we have gridlock now. Some takeaways. By the way, phone lines are open if you'd like to comment at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, First of all, some quick notes that I took. The uh, speaker is talking about the fact that if uh, the president uh, was not going to allow the inspector general to turn over uh, all the paperwork, the background on the whistleblower's allegation, I have heard a contrary argument that uh, the law of which that is being invoked has to do if there's someone in the intelligence committee that someone has turned in a whistleblower complaint, that, under the law, must go to the Congress. I've had legal scholars speak to the fact that because this is a whistleblower thing against the president, it doesn't come under that same law. So I would say, uh, Speaker Pelosi, that's up to debate probably another lawsuit, but that is up to date whether the president has to turn it over by law. Now, I'm not saying that the president should or shouldn't turn it over. The president's taking the first step tomorrow by releasing the transcript of the so-called alleged conversation. The other thing that I thought was kind of interesting, just thinking out loud, The speaker was talking, you know, I almost thought that maybe she was with Washington way back when he crossed the Delaware. Historical fact, but she wasn't. But it was interesting because I got into a little uh, me, me, me part of her speech. I was there. I was there. I was there then. I was there then. I was there then. Well, the way I read that was that is a perfect reason that we ought to embrace term limits for members of Congress. Some would think that uh, uh, dating back to some of those um, ancient occurrences in the Congress, that maybe Nancy Pelosi, uh, the best thing that we could do uh, for a lot of these Congress people and senators that get entrenched for years and years and years, and then we get nowhere because delaying, stalling, procrastinating, uh, look at our, our deficit. So... Anyway, the one thing my takeaway from that was, was well, maybe she's making the case for term limits. Another comment uh, that I'd like to make is, uh, with all due respect to the speaker, all due respect to the far left, I don't think I'm going to start taking my history lessons from Nancy Pelosi, uh, her interpretation, or the interpretation of the far left. And it's interesting that she would bring up Ben Franklin in talking about uh, the question he was asked 
and responded that um, about keeping the form of government that they had created. He talked about, well, yeah, it would be there if you can keep it. But remember what the founding father said. Here we have a government. Let's go. Let's really go back in the history, Miss Pelosi. We have a government that was formed on Judeo-Christian principles. We were we formed a government not only heavily on Old Testament law, uh, but also on you know Roman jurisprudence. And this has to be the founding fathers were very clear that the nation that was very much a practicing Christian nation at that time was debating about having one central church like the Church of England. But tell the whole story, because the whole story, if you can keep it, has to do with, well, you have to have a moral people with moral underpinnings, a moral compass. Well, one of the ways is people who fear God and believe in absolute truth. Many of those underpinnings have been pulled away from our country. And so whether it's Benjamin Franklin or quoting Thomas Paine, with all due respect, uh, I respect the office. I'll certainly hear what the speaker has to say. But uh, all I have to look is some of, at some of our secular textbooks and what has happened in the secular world uh, led by the left in many areas to say, well, I appreciate it, but I'm not going to take my history interpretations from neither uh, Speaker Pelosi or those on the fringe left of, uh, of this country. And so um, what's interesting is, is that uh, Nadler had already begun impeachment inquiry uh, proceedings in his committee. Now, what this what this announcement is, it's another movement in politics. Now, basically, the full resources of several House committees are going to be absolutely mesmerized on uh, the calling of witnesses and talking about impeachment. This is a this is a gambit today. This is a huge gamble by the Democrat Party. And I think it's going to fail. And the reason why I think it's going to fail is in the same way that the country got tired of the partisan split between Democrats and Republicans when it came to Bill Clinton. Even in the fact that Bill Clinton was guilty of what he was impeached for. This is going to play out And here's the key question I ask you. You're going to take a break. The key question is, could somebody tell me what the Democrat Party has done in the United States House of Representatives, what they've done in the U.S. Senate, what business of the nation other than President Trump, what issues, the deficit, Border security, national security, you name it. What have the Democrats accomplished since they took power? And what would the what will the the Democrats accomplish by the time people are deciding who to vote for? 
the time has been spent all on fighting Trump. Understandably so, because President Trump is turning the country upside down in this very, very clear-cut leaning to the right. And the left is apoplectic. And they want to stop this at all costs. So, anyway, news but no news, but this is the big gamble. And I'll leave you with this. Many have been talking about and speculating, and I have been entertaining being in that camp, that I think the president wants the Democrats to move to impeachment. I think there's probably enough out there to say that when you look at uh, some of the focus groups, I think people are, are, are tired of hearing this battle already, both Democrat and Republicans. The Democrats could well be overplaying their hands. And remember, pardon the pun, but they tried to trump up all the racism. Then they tried to trump up uh, uh, Russian collusion between Trump and the Russians. And the fact that, do you think he's a foreign agent? I still think it's a possibility. Remember that quote? And now we're on to a whistleblower who didn't hear the whistleblow. Somebody else told him about the whistle that blew, and he decided to tell the story, and now we're off to the races again. All in all, this is not good for the country. It's not good for the democracy. It's not good for the republic. And we are going down a trail that is very sad in the history, in the annals, the United States of America. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. If you'd like to comment about uh, uh, anything the president had to say at the United Nations, anything that uh, Nancy Pelosi had to say, if you got a call, we'll entertain that. And uh, we'll return back to a good civics lesson to understand the positions of the United States of America as we now move to border security the next topic of President Trump before the General Assembly. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Here at Faith Talk, we are always amazed at what God does at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day event. Spirits are refreshed through fellowship and encouragement. 2019's event will be the best ever, and Pastor... We want you to experience it. So save the date, October 17th, for Pastor's Appreciation Day at Armature Works in Tampa with keynote speaker Philip DeCorsi, an amazing meal, a vacation getaway giveaway, and so much more. Last year, the room was full, so reserve your seat today at letstalkfaith.com. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? 
Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. The statistics are mind-numbing. Half a million people die each year from simple diseases caused by unsafe drinking water. Something must be done. Something can be done. You can provide four biosand filters for only $120 and give fresh water to four families in Asia. Call now, 855-898-9826. That's 855-898-WTBN. Do you like winning prizes? How about getting sneak peek opportunities and offers before anyone else? Join the Faith Talk fan club today at letstalkfaith.com and gain access to incredible contest opportunities, free movie preview events, discounts, and more. If you're passionate about Faith Talk and want to be rewarded just for being a part of the Faith Talk community, sign up for the Faith Talk fan club today. Join the Faith Talk fan club by clicking the fan club tab at letstalkfaith.com. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. We're back, Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Extremely busy day uh, in terms of the breaking news and the information you need to know how to pray for this country, how to pray for various elements of uh, the news that are breaking today. By the way, I didn't get a chance to get this in during the last hour, especially for those of you who are listening that are also with us on our answer stations, Captain Matt Bruce, who's host of the Captain's America Third Watch uh, on our answer stations overnight. He's going to be speaking here uh, in uh, uh, just about an hour at 6.30. He's going to be at the American Legion Post number 5 there at the corner of Kennedy and Dale Mabry at the Tampa 912 Club. That's going to be from 6.30 to 9. He'd love to see you come on out and say hello and uh, he'll be the keynote speaking, talking about America. Again, that's tonight, Captain Matt Bruce at American Legion Post Number 5, Kennedy and Del Mabry in Tampa, starting at 6.30. Well, the president uh, was giving a good and complete overview 
of uh, many aspects of the foreign policy of his administration and, of course, of this country. He was speaking this morning at the United Nations, uh, spoke before the General Assembly of all the member nations, and throughout the day he has been having private one-on-one meetings with several heads of state. Anything that uh, is um, um, exemplary in terms of uh, news, we'll probably uh, have a chance to revisit that tomorrow. But right now we're talking about border security. And earlier today, the president had an opportunity to share his thoughts, I believe that's cut number five, on open borders, well, as opposed to closed borders. Let's, excuse me, let's listen in. My administration is also pursuing the hope of a brighter future in Afghanistan. Unfortunately, the Taliban has chosen to continue their savage attacks. We will continue to work with our coalition of Afghan partners to stamp out terrorism, and we will never stop working to make peace a reality. Here in the Western Hemisphere, we are joining with our partners to ensure stability and opportunity all across the region. In that mission, one of our most critical challenges is illegal immigration, which undermines prosperity, rips apart societies and empowers ruthless criminal cartels. Mass illegal migration is unfair, unsafe, and unsustainable for everyone involved. The sending countries and the depleted countries, and they become depleted very fast, but their youth is not taken care of, and human capital goes to waste. The receiving countries are overburdened with more migrants than they can responsibly accept, and the migrants themselves are exploited, assaulted, and abused by vicious coyotes. Nearly one-third of women who make the journey north to our border are sexually assaulted along the way. Yet here in the United States and around the world, there is a growing cottage industry of radical activists and non-governmental organizations that promote human smuggling. These groups encourage illegal migration and demand erasure of national borders. Today I have a message for those open border activists who cloak themselves in the rhetoric of social justice. Your policies are not just. Your policies are cruel and evil. You are empowering criminal organizations that prey on innocent men, women, and children. You put your own false sense of virtue before the lives, well-being, and countless innocent people. When you undermine border security, you are undermining human rights and human dignity. Many of the countries here today are coping with the challenges of uncontrolled migration. Each of you has the absolute right to protect your borders. And so, of course, does our country. Today, we must resolve to work together to end human smuggling, 
end human trafficking and put these criminal networks out of business for good. To our country, I can tell you sincerely, we are working closely with our friends in the region, including Mexico, Canada, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, and Panama, to uphold the integrity of borders and ensure safety and prosperity for our people. I would like to thank President Lopez Obrador of Mexico for the great cooperation we are receiving and for right now putting 27,000 troops on our southern border. Mexico is showing us great respect, and I respect them in return. The U.S., we have taken very unprecedented action to stop the flow of illegal immigration. To anyone conducting crossings of our border illegally, please hear these words. Do not pay the smugglers. Do not pay the coyotes. Do not put yourself in danger. Do not put your children in danger, because if you make it here, you will not be allowed in. You will be promptly returned home. You will not be released into our country as long as I am President of the United States. We will enforce our laws and protect our borders. For all of the countries of the Western Hemisphere, our goal is to help people invest in the bright futures of their own nation. Our region is full of such incredible promise, dreams waiting to be built, and national destinies for all. And they are waiting also to be pursued. Throughout the hemisphere, there are millions of hardworking, patriotic young people eager to build, innovate, and achieve. We have a humanitarian crisis at the border. And between those that are profiting in the illegal activity of encouraging, promoting, taking the money of what amounts to be poor, innocent people who have been told a bill of goods, sold a bill of goods about getting in the United States. Make no doubt about it that, especially for those of our in our faith communities, you've heard reports from down at the border that uh, this is a tremendous opportunity for our faith community to... um, especially here, to maybe hook up and adopt a sister church down at one of the border cities, uh, border areas where this need is, 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 is the highest in terms of the refugees. And we, we, need to, we need to minister to folks, whether they're from this country or not. But we also need to... Uh, protect the sovereignty of our country and have orderliness. And that's why today with terrorism and all that we have happening, this this era of all eras, eras we cannot have this so-called open border. Going to take a break. Going to check in with SRN News when I come back. President's going to talk about 
the greatness of the United States of America, a nation that prizes liberty, a nation that prizes independence, and a nation that absolutely supports self-government for all, President Trump at the U.N. General Assembly, more after this break. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is asserting that a formal impeachment inquiry by House Democrats would be, quote, a positive for me, unquote. Mr. Trump is reacting to news that Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced an impeachment inquiry following reports that Mr. Trump may have sought a foreign government's help in his re-election bid. He says the country is doing the best it's ever done and that Democrats are going to lose next year's elections if they pursue impeachment. In a decision that badly undermines Boris Johnson's authority, Britain's Supreme Court has ruled unanimously that he broke the law by suspending Parliament. The court blamed Johnson for squelching legitimate scrutiny of his Brexit plan. The historic move by Britain's highest court offered a ringing endorsement of Parliament's sovereignty and slapped down what it viewed as Johnson's attempt to use executive power to silence the legislature. More details at srnnews.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800 If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. You know, it just feels like there's so much chaos in our country right now. And sometimes even here at school, I don't feel safe. So when it gets too much, you know what I do? I read my Bible. It's filled with truth, with hope, with love, things that America needs right now. I wonder what America would look like if students like me took their Bibles to school and shared God's message of hope and love. Yet in many schools, students are being told they can't bring their Bible to school and read it with friends. Actually, the truth is you can bring your Bible to school. It's legal. It's your First Amendment right. Focus on the Family is sponsoring Bring Your Bible to School Day on Thursday, October 3rd. It's a day for students to boldly put their religious freedoms into practice. Learn more at bringyourbible.org. That's bringyourbible.org. Bring Your Bible to School Day, Thursday, October 3rd. Bring it, share it, live it. Start the morning right. Weekday mornings at 5.30. It's Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. He put it down one and set it up another. The only direction left is north. And I would say again, the thought is it's up. That the throne of God is out yonder, and I think even beyond space. Through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. 
weekday mornings at 5.30 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Hey, we're back. That is a great song to put everything in context because God is on the move. God is sovereign. God is in control. And uh, though we have been focusing very, very uh, closely on the leaders of our nation and uh, major issues before the land, yes, what the leaders have to say is very important. And it's uh, something that we need to study and to be aware of. But at the same time, we need to be very much uh, in the understanding that nothing happens that is a surprise to God, that the circumstances that we find ourselves and that we see other finding themselves in, God is in the midst of all of those circumstances, and uh, that's what gives us peace, even in looking at the storms that have arisen in this country, storms between the left and the right, storms between elected officials and the deep state, and um, human nature, well, it is uh, on display exactly as it was described in both Old and New Testaments. Well, as we continue a a very important uh, civics day, a very important day to understand the foreign policy of the United States of America, we've been uh, allowing you to hear different excerpts of the president's speech uh, before the U.N. General Assembly uh, earlier today. And uh, next up, we want to talk a little bit about, well, uh, what I think is the greatest nation on the nation on the world. That's the United States of America. And, of course, the president, uh, there's no doubt uh, of his pride and his patriotism that, uh, well, quite frankly, just uh, sends other people just absolutely uh, wanting to jump off a cliff. Don't quite understand that, but the hatred is is out there, and it certainly appears to be real. Let's listen in to the president talking about the nation that prizes liberty, independence, and self-government for all. Mr. Secretary General, distinguished delegates, ambassadors, and world leaders, seven decades of history have passed through this hall 
in all of their richness and drama. Where I stand, the world has heard from presidents and premiers at the height of the Cold War. We have seen the foundation of nations. We have seen the ringleaders of revolution. We have beheld saints who inspired us with hope, rebels who stirred us with passion, and heroes who emboldened us with courage. All here to share plans, proposals, visions, and ideas on the world's biggest stage. Like those who met us before, our time is one of great contests, high stakes, and clear choices. The essential divide that runs all around the world and throughout history is once again thrown into stark relief. It is the divide between those whose thirst for control deludes them into thinking they are destined to rule over others and those people and nations who want only to rule themselves. I have the immense privilege of addressing you today as the elected leader of a nation that prizes liberty, independence, and self-government above all. The United States, after having spent over two and a half trillion dollars since my election to completely rebuild our great military, is also by far the world's most powerful nation. Hopefully, it will never have to use this power. Americans know that in a world where others seek conquest and domination, our nation must be strong in wealth, in might, and in spirit. That is why the United States vigorously defends the traditions and customs that have made us who we are. Like my beloved country, each nation represented in this hall has a cherished history, culture, and heritage that is worth defending and celebrating, and which gives us our singular potential and strength. The free world must embrace its national foundations. It must not attempt to erase them or replace them. That's the president. And as we are wrapping up today's program, uh, we hope that uh, you've had um, an opportunity to listen to the president. And uh, all for all of the uh, sound bites today were sound bites that uh, could be studied and um, reviewed for American as foreign policy. And I thank Jose for putting those together for us uh, this afternoon. Well, the two other subjects I wanted to get to, by the way, um, just as a follow-up from uh, Nancy Pelosi's um, uh, address, uh, press conference, uh, saying that they're going to go ahead with the impeachment inquiry, the president has tweeted a very simple two-letter tweet, a two-word tweet, I should say, in parentheses, presidential harassment. Presidential harassment, that was the president's response to Nancy Pelosi. 
Not going to be able to bring it to you today, but uh, we are awaiting the Republican response to the speaker and her uh, statement. Uh, That's going to come uh, after we go off the air, but just to alert you that uh, that will be part of the news later this evening. A couple of other topics I wanted to hit on very quickly, and that is uh, start checking your mailbox. Because the special interest groups that have uh, very, very, very deep pockets and uh, want to see marijuana legalized in Florida because of the tremendous money that's going to be made uh, off the legalization of pot. Well, they are so well-funded, they're not going to limit themselves by standing at the post office asking for your petition signature to get it on the 2020 ballot. No, they're not just going to be standing at the, the post office. They're not going to be standing at the driver's license bureau or anywhere else. No. They have got the money to print up and to mail to, I think, all registered voters the pot petition. Sign the petition and mail it back. Amazing what deep pockets will do to democracy. And remember my position. A lot of these issues... What ends up happening is they are bypassing your elected representatives in Tallahassee. It's called direct governing, direct form of government. That's, in the purest sense of direct government, that's where you would not have a representative voting on your half while you're raising your kids, you're working, you're doing various things. No, you would be voting yourself. And when you go straight to the people and you start putting some of these things in the Florida Constitution, it's like it should be a sacred document, not a repository or sort of a a can where you just throw all sorts of issues into it. But nonetheless, that is the world we live in. So you'll be seeing that come into your post office box and your home address. The other is, uh, hey, tomorrow is the day. See you at the poll. So if you're in the car with your youngsters, your children, your grandchildren, hey, talk about uh, going a little bit early to school tomorrow because it is the opportunity one day a year to, I'd bring your Bible, have it in one hand and grab that flagpole or the person next to you and uh, pray for America, pray for your school, Pray for your education. It is the CU at the poll, so I hope that we have great participation all across the Bay Area. And in case you're interested, it is absolutely constitutional. It's absolutely legal. There's no school board ordinance. There's no county or city ordinance that uh, speaks against it. It is absolutely legal. And uh, it's an opportunity for, uh, especially for those of you who are followers of Christ and your children who are followers of Christ, to make that that bold statement at school tomorrow by standing up for those um, who have also stood before you in terms of religious liberty and religious freedom. Wow, it has been a very full couple of hours, and uh, we hope that... uh, Uh, Even though we have uh, rapid-fired a lot of information your way today, I think it's information that you needed to know in terms of an informed citizen. Tomorrow we look forward to finding out just what the transcript was of that phone call 
And again, we are at a monument, monumental moment in history. And uh, let's regard that. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on his radio program, Living Truth. God's glory in the story. God's glory in the story. That's part one of a two-part series. Till tomorrow at 4, I'm Bill Bunkley. See you then. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.